0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright.
0: Oh, Nikki Kinzer, how are you this fine, fair day?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How about you? No, I'm
0: doing... (laughs) You know, I'm doing great.
1: You're doing great.
0: I'm doing great. (laughs) Uh, Yes, uh, we saw my daughter off to college. It was uh, an emotional weekend. I'll just leave it at yes. that. It was yes. hard. You have that coming up. I wish I you do. all the best.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Have a stiff drink uh, ready. I Diff. know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for
0: sure. And and today, as a result of my own little emotional storm this weekend, we're going to be talking about turning that negative self-talk upside down. Well, turning it around. But every time I hear turn, you I want think to turn frown, it upside down. And I need to turn it upside down. So that's what I we're like doing. I like that.
1: Yeah, we're turning our <laughs> frowns
0: upside down, uh, talking about negative self-talk. And as we have been kind of preparing this, I'm seeing like the chat trickle in uh, about, oh, goodness, yes, this is something I need to hear today. Uh, and I, I agree. I think this is, a, this is a perennial favorite, this topic for, for those of us trucking in ADHD. So I'm uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. Listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at ADHD. And if this show has ever touched you, head over to Patreon. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting, and that's where we have our membership program. That's where it lives, at patreon.com slash theADHDpodcast. And if you go there... Uh, you can sign up and for a few bucks a month, you get access to perks. You get access to the double, triple secret discord channels that we have in our discord server for, for communicating with our communi- community community, communicating with our community <laughs> uh, with ADHD. They're good people. And uh, also you can watch the live streams, chat right along with the shows uh, there. Um, and we have new Patreon goals coming, coming very soon. The new yes. Patreon goal is the new Pete podcast. Um, and well, that's I a can't, good
1: name too. The new the, Pete the new podcast. Pete podcast. <laughs> the problem every week we come up with something. The new. problem
0: is is that when it comes time to actually launch the show, I'm going to have to listen to all of these intros to catch right. each of the names because I don't know what we're going to call it at this point. I don't. Well, know right now
1: it's the new Pete.
0: It's the new Pete podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and so that's coming uh, very soon. We um, uh, we're we're very excited about it. We we had set a goal uh, in order to be able to frankly afford to do a second podcast. We need to hit a certain limit, and so any help you can give us uh, by joining now, if you've ever thought about it, now's really the time if you want to help push us over the push us over the proverbial hump and uh, help us start this whole new property. It's going to be very exciting. Members only. This podcast does not go to the public. You won't be able to find it in iTunes. You won't be able to find it in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It is just for you, the people who support the show. So that's that's the whole idea. Very excited mm-hmm. about that. So that's it. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast.
1: This is the topic. So, this is the last show of our series around transitions. And, you know, as I was thinking about this show, you might think, well, what does negative self talk have to do with transitions? But when you really think about it, negative self talk really has something to do with everything. And so, I almost yeah. feel like anytime we wrap up a topic or a theme, The last show of that theme should be turning that frown upside down. (laughs) Because, and the way I, and the reason I say that is that negative self-talk is, it, it just happens way too much. And it happens so much with ADHDers, not only during transitions, but at any time. And so I always think that these kinds of um, conversations are really important to have, to, to remember that we need to be kind to ourselves, you know, especially when you're being challenged by your ADHD. And, uh, it's, uh, with transitions, it, it can easily happen. You know, you think, just to give you a quick example, I'm always late. I can never stop when I need to. I can never start. I can never, like, it's always hard to go from one thing to another. So it's really easy to get into the negative self-talk when, when you're transitioning, either big or small transitions. So today I have a few reminders of why and how to be nicer to yourself, Pete, right?
0: How dare you? What if I'm comfortable in my pain?
1: No, we got to get that out. <laughs> got to get the pain out. Get the pain out. And let out. the sunshine in.
0: Oh, OK. All right. Where do you uh, want to start? All right. And, well, and let me to... just say, just so you can, just so we can all put this, our curiosity to rest, I did find the song Twist Your Frown Upside Down from Teen Beach 2. And nice. I posted that in Discord. So okay, you're good. welcome, everyone. You're welcome. You're now
1: welcome. we know. OK. That's right. You make it all right. Well, first thing I want to say is we need to validate the uh, idea that, you know what, transitions are difficult and they are more difficult with ADHD. So you're not making this up. This is not just a you problem, it is a symptom of living with ADHD uh, you're not, uh, you're not doing anything wrong. And that's the most important thing to remember is that when your ADHD is challenging you, it's not you doing something wrong. And it's so easy for people to quickly come to the conclusion that they've done something wrong or yes. they should have done something differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, and especially it's magnified by the fact that your challenge with transitions does not look like my challenge with transitions.
1: Right. 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 That
0: we we have different troubles with changing states and experiences.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you may have different troubles and states, it, you know, at different times in your life, too. Yeah, I mean, right. like it can always look different. There isn't any, you know, uh, recipe that mm-hmm. that is hard and true. Uh, and, and the thing with transitions too, because we do know that they har- they are hard and things don't always go as planned. Um, I just want to reemphasize that this is not your fault. ADHD is not a character flaw. It, it can't be cured so what we need to do is the best that you can do and move on and just know that dwelling on past experience is not going to serve you into the future and uh whether that experience happened earlier this morning or 10 years ago because it's really easy to to remember the thing that happened 10 years ago too mm-hmm. so really being kind to ourselves and remembering what is happening
0: oh my gosh you it not
1: only it's, it, it it's like
0: the pain of 10 years ago that i remember it's like it happened yesterday. That's yes. what my ADHD does to me. It is right. like it happened yesterday. I don't remember the good stuff. The birth of my children might be foggy and emotional, but my right. God, do I remember how I chewed out my boss ill advisedly in an elevator.
1: Yes. yes because exactly. I couldn't
0: I couldn't handle my uh my work transition. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have to just, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, that dwelling on it and thinking about it isn't going to help. But right. This is where we can use our growth mindset experience because remember we talked about growth mindset and fixed fixed mindset, and with growth mindset, what you can do is you can look at these experiences, but instead of feeling bad about them and beating themselves, you're beating yourself up over them. You can look and think, okay, what have I learned about myself? What are some options that I can try for next time? How can I make this transition a little bit easier? Uh, do I need to put extra time? Do I need to you know, take one less appointment. Like it, it's that growth of opportunity. What what's the opportunity here? And not that this is the only way it's going to always be.
0: I'm, I'm going to ask you how you work with with clients in that regard, because um, I I find it's like having that set of questions is one thing, right? Questions, mm-hmm. the growth oriented questions for myself. It's one thing I can post them up on the wall over my monitor and I can have them in view. But I, sometimes, you know, when I'm when I'm in that negative state, right? When I'm having trouble with a transition, it's hard to it's hard to transform into being the person willing and able to look at those questions, right? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you do that? How do you coach through that particular, it, it feels like walking through deep mud?
1: Uh, you know, I think you lean into the feelings that you're feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's okay to, to, be upset. It's okay to feel frustrated, but we don't want to stay there. Mm -hmm. So I think you want to give yourself time to process and, you know, be able to do whatever you need to do to get yourself out of that negative spiral, which may be just time. It may be um, taking a walk. It may be, you know, saying, I'm not going to continue this conversation until, you know, next week. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe
0: going into a a private space and beating up a pillow or crying or whatever to let the emotions out. Right. Like it's, it seems in my experience, it's the emotions, the emotions that are the block. Right. Right. That's what it's emotion blindness.
1: And I don't think it's healthy to not feel your emotions. Right. I mean, because then you're just pushing them down and, and they're going to erupt at some point, yeah. you know. And so, I, I, in my own opinion, the way that I would coach somebody is that you know, feel what you need to feel, process that, um, but know that you do have light at the end of the tunnel. You can get yourself out of this. Like you, you know, review the growth mindset. If you don't, if you don't remember what it is or how it works, you know, when you start feeling better think about how, what can I do with this? What can I make, what, what can I do to make this an opportunity and not feel so, uh, stuck or feel bad? I mean, so I think it's a process. I don't think it happens overnight. I think depending on the context of how serious the, um, the feelings are, are going to matter, you know? Um, but I do like the reminders. I know that sounds kind of weird. Like, well, I'm not going to really remember to look at those questions, but at some point you will look at them. Yes, and it will say it will trigger something to say, "Wait a minute! There's a different way to think about this."
0: Well, yeah, and and I would say you're right because that that becomes the conditioning that you need when you're not in an overly emotional state. Mm-hmm. That that reminds you how how to respond when you are in an emotional state. But the, the other thing you need to do when you're not in an emotional state is find the way to sort of role model your way through um, giving yourself permission to feel emotions completely, like yeah. you say, to lean in to how you're feeling. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's scary when mm-hmm. you are confronted by like uh, this overwhelming need to cry or scream or punch a wall or something, and sometimes you just need to do those things. I mean, maybe yeah. don't punch a wall, like protect yeah. it, protect your hands. Yeah, but um, but but to go through that experience and actually feel the emotions that you're feeling, because we are genuinely like not conditioned to do that. That's not taught right. in schools, and it is hard to do. And so, um, mm-hmm. both of those things are best practiced when you're not Mm -hmm. compromised so that when Mm -hmm. you are compromised, it becomes instinct like any, Mm -hmm. any other skill.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and uh, my next point is that we want to acknowledge when things are going well. So if you have practiced some of these strategies that we've talked about with transitions, and in fact, one of the shows I even ask, you know, do this, like really try to pick a, a strategy and, and try it this week. When you see success, acknowledge it, celebrate it, even if it's just to yourself, because we are so um prone to only focus on what's wrong and we want to recognize what's going well. And, you know, we've talked about success journals before, and I'm a big believer in that collect what you're doing right so that you can go back and look at that and say, you know what, I'm I'm a pretty cool person. I can mm-hmm. do these things. I, you know, I work hard. I, I persevere. Like I can, I get, I got this, you know, and be your own cheerleader and treat yourself the same way you would treat somebody else. And that's the thing that really um, I think hits home for a lot of people when I work with them is, you know, the way you're talking to yourself, is that how you would talk to your child? Mm -hmm. Is that how you would talk to your mother, your best friend, your partner? No, they would never think of, of doing that. And so, you know, you have to also remember that you should treat yourself the exact same way you would treat anyone else that you love and, uh, and appreciate and appreciate yourself. Well, and I think,
0: that is another skill that we do not develop naturally, mm-hmm. right learning how to celebrate the good things, mostly because when good things happen to us, many of us are conditioned to feel somehow shame that yeah, our success right. is or, or braggadocio right like we're mm-hmm. we're somehow crowing and it's un unearned crowing, and it looks bad um mm-hmm. and so finding that balance of authentically being able to celebrate when good things happen and when you mm-hmm. accomplish good things. And then to know when to, you know, shut up, show up and do the work, right? Like right. That's the, those. That's a really fine line and it takes practice and it takes practice when you're not compromised.
1: That's right. So. Ab- absolutely. Well, and we have talked about limiting beliefs, which, you know, are definitely hand in hand with no- negative self-talk. And uh, one of the things that we have said in the show is... You know, we want to acknowledge that the limiting belief is there. We also want to acknowledge that the negative self-talk is there. And I ask you to really challenge yourself when you start to notice that you're saying, I should have done this, or I could have done this, or I can't believe I didn't think about that, you know? Um, I do that all
0: the time.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) I'm telling you, those are the little red flags that we have to just ignore and really challenge and say, because it really doesn't matter what you could have done, should have done, or did do. Because the only thing you really have control over right now is the present. And what do you do next? Mm -hmm. What can I do now? And I know it's so easy for us to to beat ourselves up over what should have happened or could have happened. Uh, But it's so not serving you. It's so not serving you. And so just really think about you know how do you challenge that and move on? Mm-hmm.
0: The whole idea of figuring out how to challenge that gets into my uh, uh, that 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 sinking spiral of shame pretty mm-hmm. easily um, because I immediately go into that space of uh, you know whatever good stuff has happened, I probably don't deserve it so I, I it's it it's accidental it's incidental because I have such a history of not. Succeeding in in those areas. Right. I have such a history of struggling where it seems like other people are doing well. And mm-hmm. so any success must be incidental to my actual participation in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I say that yeah. sort of royally, challenge, but that's a lesson. Challenge. That's yeah. a lesson that I think is is incredibly hard to learn. Um, because it's so easy for us to fall into from a very young age.
1: Well, because you think about it, it's like you don't want to brag, you don't want to like look like you think you're better than somebody else when you've accomplished something. Or, but also, I, mean, I might be genuinely
0: these... surprised, surprised
1: that this. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but that's what I'm saying is that you, you get these stories so young at age, yeah. like it, it's you're almost taught like don't be proud of yourself, like that doesn't look good. You need mm-hmm. to be humble, you know. And and I'm not saying that you should be a bee pole <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when, if somebody was to say that to me, if we were coaching and and you're, and you're saying that to me, you know, I, I'm going to be as a coach right on challenging that you do deserve it. You're a human being. You deserve to be happy. You deserve, uh, you know, when you work hard to get those things that, that you, that you've got, and you know what, sometimes it is luck and that's okay. (laughs) I was listening to this, um, podcast, uh, with um some actors it's it's really funny podcast with Jason Bateman and um, oh uh
0: the unsmart un yeah, like, smart, yeah it's smartless really funny. smartless
1: smartless or something, yeah, and they were talking about like being an actor if it's like luck or if it's you know, really talent. And you know, they all had their own opinions how it's kind of both, you mm-hmm. know, like it is the talent, but then sometimes you're just in the right place at the right time and yeah. you have the right contact or whatever. So, you know, you don't want to build your career or your life on one or the other. Um but appreciation but some and gratitude. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think for the norm that, you know, the non-actors of the world and yeah. uh, entertainers um You know, gratitude we can appreciate, you know, in all forms, whether Mm -hmm. you think it's a, it's, it was lucky or you think that you really earned it or, um, you have some imposter syndrome, which is very normal, um, for everyone. And it's also okay to not know everything, you know, to, you're not an imposter for not knowing something. (laughs) And so it's also kind of remembering that. But I've got to end this podcast with my favorite singer. Jason, Jason Mraz. Mraz. Yeah. Look for the good. No, but wait. If you don't wait, know wait, that wait, song, you have you to go to, look for you it. You need
0: to sing it. I'm i think that's Everybody listening right now is expecting fully for you to New. begin singing.
1: New. Please. No. I am going to say, Pete Wright, put in the show notes, the, the <laughs> video. <laughs> of Jason Mraz singing, look for the good and be, you know, that's to me, I mean, granted, I I love his music because it's so uplifting, but it's always such a good reminder that even in like the worst of times, there is good and there's gratitude and there's joy and there's laughter. And, you know, we want to focus on what makes us smile. And I had a, I, and reach out to the people when you need to reach out to them, because I had a, a really not great day yesterday. And I reached out to one of my best friends and um, her response to me was so beautiful and it was so uplifting and so encouraging. And, you know, all I could say in my response was, I love you and thank you. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to like, you know, reach out to those people that are going to help uplift you too. Um, So, you know, I am a naturally optimistic person. So I know it's, it probably comes kind of, it sounds like it comes easy to me, but it's not. I mean, I have anxiety. I have worries and things that I have to really, you know, really work hard on, uh, battling. Um, but man, I still think it's so much better to look for the good than to just always see the bad and, and have no hope. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. so well, anyway, I I hope this
0: little meditation on negative self-talk is useful for somebody out there. Um, I I just posted in the chat room. I have a lifetime subscription to imposter syndrome. Yes, yes, Yes. and they and they never send me gifts. Uh, Anyhow, I I Uh, get
1: no benefit. I get no
0: benefits from that subscription. No
1: live streams. Yes,
0: no (laughs) live streams. No special podcast. No. Nothing. No. I just have to pay extra money. feel crappy about it oh anyway well thank you everybody for hanging out and listening to the show we sure appreciate your time and your attention don't forget if you have something to contribute head over to the show talk channel there's a thread for this uh, this week's live stream we'd love to hear you uh, hear your thoughts on it how you handle it how you lift yourself up and avoid shooting all over yourself Uh, that's where you can join us and you can do that by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level on behalf of Nikki Kinzer I'm Pete Wright we'll see you right back here next week on taking control the ADHD podcast.